Hey everybody, it's Kim C. Welcome to the Year of Underrated Stephen King, and this is part two of Under the Dome Review. So thank you guys for hanging out with me again. I appreciate it super duper much. I did just have a couple more things I wanted to talk about. Um, in the previous episode, we went over what was unique about the book. I read a passage that I really enjoyed from uh, the novel that I felt kind of showed some cool things that were going on there. We talked about heroes, villains, and honorable mentions, where I mentioned just a few of those who I really enjoyed. And then I um, would like to start on this section, which is either going to be titled Reader Observations or What's Working and What's Not. So this is sort of the area where I bring my criticisms to the um, to the surface. Uh, in addition to criticisms, I'm going to talk about the things that I still really enjoyed and what I still feel is worth exploring in the novel. And then there's a couple uh, characters that I'm just going to bring up a little bit because I did want a little bit more when it came to some of their final moments in the novel um, or final moments with the reader. And uh, just a couple themes I, uh, I saw throughout the text. So thank you for joining me. I'm just going to hopefully not take up too much time, but I do want to sort of um, spend spend a little time on the thousand plus page novel that is under the dome. So uh, to start us off with the what's working part, what's really cool uh, about the dome is the setting. The setting of the dome, of just the Chester's Mill as the town being under the dome, is such a cool, cool thing to describe in in this in this story what one thing that starts to happen right away is the as soon as this force field sort of comes down over the town which if you have a copy of the novel there's some really awesome um uh art on the cover of this sort of clear uh, dome over over the city. It's it's a perfect way to kind of look at it. Um, what starts to happen right away is the air temperature increases. Um, soon after that, we start to find out about cows in the fields not liking the grass. Something's happening with the grass. Um, air can get in through the dome but it's not a lot of air um water cannot get in um it's so the physics and the actual science of living and breathing and moving in an encapsulated space is so cool um and that's what i felt is really unique about this novel is just to kind of read about stephen presenting what it's like when uh, residents wake up in Chester's Mill on day three and four, and it's almost 80 degrees at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and it's October. So lots of, lots of stuff. There's also the dome changing 
colors of things um, with film and particulates and dirt uh, gathering on it. Uh, stars at night are pink and sunsets are terrifying and have a very strange shape reflected on the surface of the dome to where it's uh, in like a bow tie shape with uh, so lots of cool, cool details about the setting. The setting is just an awesome thing to imagine um, and also terrifying, especially toward the end of the novel where we really reach a very doom-centered climax. Oh man, guys, the body count is high as is just the overall like, wow. Um, wow, this poor town is all I will say. Um, so I really think that is working well. That is really very cool. Just thinking about the dome and being inside of it and the physical, the whole physicalness of, of the birds, um, uh, you know, flying into it. There's also a section where as you go toward the western edge of the dome, I believe, there's um, animals that have sort of beached themselves slash committed suicide because of potential radiation like there's all kinds of sort of creepy things but become very visceral and real when you start describing the external environment so loved that part um what else do i feel is working well uh let's see well let's segue into some of the things that i wanted to mention in that I don't know if it's working well, but as I was reading this novel and I was around the 400 page mark, I texted my friend Liz, who is a very good friend of mine, former roommate, and also very passionate Stephen King fan. I knew she had read this novel previously, so I texted her really in desperation and I was like, Liz, this is so villain heavy when does it end? Like, when do we get vengeance? When is there some sort of breather? I just feel it's just, just so heavy on the villainy. And she texted back. She's like, uh, yep, that's kind of how it goes. And as I finished the novel, I realized she was right. Um, at first I thought she was just being cheeky, but no, she was legitimately correct. Like this novel is very heavy on bad guys winning like for so long guys um so i caution you as readers uh if you are in a delicate frame of mind <laughs> going into this um tread cautiously mostly because i swear the, the bad guys are just um laying waste to this poor town um, my next point i want to make is there is quite a bit of violence against women in this in this story um and i i don't necessarily want to genderize it too much nor do i want to you know give an a-okay on misogyny but i i did something that i noticed and w on my one hand my thoughts are Chester's Mill is a little bit like the destruction of a society, a very fast destruction of a society, and really quick when you've got a bunch of fear and a bunch of power-hungry, you know, testosterone-ridden, mostly just power-hungry, and that's where you see um, misogyny and where you see, you know, 
the the most vulnerable in our society get victimized. Um, so that was something that that was a little bit of a difficult pill to swallow. So it wasn't enjoyable, but I also understand that as a collapsing society, it makes sense that we would see that. Um, but for those of you who are triggered by things like that, uh, there's not a lot of moments in the novel of, of violence against women, but the ones that are are pretty visceral. So um, I just just kind of a heads up if you are triggered, if you're a survivor, um, maybe skip over those parts for sure. It is still, in my opinion, worth going on the journey just to kind of um, see this societal experiment slash collapse happen. Um, but just, just kind of a heads up on that for sure. Uh, I, I kind of, that was something that I did notice. Um, speaking of the violence against women in Stephen King's works, what I love about his writing is oftentimes the women who are victims in the novel get some badass revenge. And I, it's great to see, it's fun to read, um, but it's, I think we, we do, uh, there's not as much as of a balance in this novel with, with the vengeance or with the, with the, the females sort of having their day in court or getting that victory, um, not even in vengeance, but, you know, just getting good things happen to them or healing time on the page. So I would love later on in this podcast to maybe explore the roles of women in Stephen King's novels, because we've got some good ones. We've got some really good examples of women who are battered, women who you know, are uh, severe victims and how Stephen King kind of turns it around um, and how they are really amazing assets to the story and integral parts of of, uh, the world and how the novels wouldn't be the same without them. Uh, Quick, quick example, um, Beverly in the story of It, she's the one female in the Losers Club. She is essential to the entire thing. Um, And so characters like her, I think that we could really explore and have some really good discussions on. So what's not working, uh, very villain heavy, lots of violence against the ladies. I understand it. Um, I'm grateful that there isn't a lot, but the kind that is not my favorite. Um, Heads up for or, uh, for those kind of sort of diving in, it is present, but I do feel that the novel is still worth it uh, going forward. Um, another thing that I feel is working is the contemporary resonance. Um, oh my goodness, my friends, even though this is a, a novel that's over 10 years old, it doesn't seem like that at all. It really, really feels like these bad guys, these good guys, you know, they're they're people who uh, we could have lunch with today, um, especially, unfortunately, in the current political climate. It's uh, timely. That's all I'll say. In addition to the contemporary resonance, reporting to you live from quarantine, um, there are, this book was very timely to read, uh, especially with some of the societal breakdowns happening, such as one of the big moments in the scene, this is actually a great part of the book, um, is there's a riot at the grocery store. It's pretty heated, it's pretty dramatic, um, it's pretty intense, and uh, unfortunately now we're seeing those kinds of things happen with toilet paper and, and such. Um, 
But uh, I know a lot of Stephen Kings right now, Stephen King fans are reading The Stand, which is about a um, a pandemic uh, called Captain Trips, which is a super flu that wipes out like 98% of the Earth's population. That's a little too intense for me. Um, so mad props to all of the really brave souls reading The Stand for the first time in this in this you know current situation we're all in. But I did really feel quite a catharsis reading this novel because as I'm reading about a grocery store riot that Mr. King wrote about 10 years ago and the fact that, you know, people are packing heat to go to Walmart to get some toilet paper like uh, the the madness the the insanity the absurdity and the fact that it's all sort of happening live <laughs> in front of us so the contemporary resonance that might just be coincidental but even though this was written 11 years ago it's just as it's just as right on the money in terms of the climate the the, the things that we're still mad at each other about, that we're still divided about as a nation, as a people. Um, yeah, just uh, still there, still there alive and well. So um, I would say that reading this, it doesn't feel far off at all. It really feels like you're just dialing into exactly the, the times that, that we're all in together. Um, so what other things? Let me look at my notes here. Um, all right, so we are going to take a little bit of a dive into the ending. So uh, in order to keep this as vague as possible, I'm going to just mention one thing. If you are really, really going to read this book and you are dead set against any spoilers and you just want to be kept a mystery, I understand. Please pause your device now. Uh, la-ti-tum, la-ti-da, uh, press pause now. I'm giving you the time right now to press pause and you could return to this at a later time. All right, last chance, last chance, going once and done. All right, guys, um, so the, the big thing of this novel, the creators of the dome, all I will say is it is extraterrestrial. So that might be a letdown for some, it might turn you off to it, but I would stay with me, stay with me. All right, so it is extraterrestrial, that's all I'm going to say. Um, there isn't, uh, a, well, I should say that's all I'm going to say in detail. Um, one, the, the reason why I feel so many people are upset with the ending is it's a little too cerebral in terms of when we are in this final act and we have kind of an idea of that this technology is alien, um, what, how it's sort of broken down is described in a very uh, overwrought science fiction kind of way. It's only about two pages in description. It's very strange, it's very bizarre, it's a little all over the place, which is understandable because I think Mr. King is really trying to describe the indescribable and describe the... Here's the puzzling thing though. Here's why I feel many readers might have been like, WTF, um, is once the characters are in community and in under collective understanding that this is what's going on that it is extraterrestrial 
what happens is some of the characters experience deep shame and deep resurgence of memory. So the good guys who we've been getting to know along their journey in the story, all of a sudden are sharing these really, really deep um, moments of shame. And so that made me very curious because it, it made me associate, okay, was this done to the people of Chester's Mill as some sort of like sin punishing? But that is not revealed. Um, and so I think what the difficult part is, is the reader is able to digest the fact that it's extraterrestrial. That's fine. But I feel that it really should have been more mysterious and less confusing. Um, I feel that the, the characters feeling the deep, shameful memories, um, it, it just created a lot of questions for me. Um, because overall, uh, the extraterrestrial aspect, I think if it was left more mysterious, I think a lot of people would have been maybe a little less mad, <laughs> for lack of, of a better word. Because there is a lot of heated, um, heated feelings about the ending of this book. And what I'd like to announce to people who have read it or those who are considering reading it is um, if you've ever read the novel um, The Stranger by Albert Camus, this is one that you'll read in literature classes oftentimes because it's a great representation of existentialism. Existentialism in a very simple way is just life is meaningless, so to speak. So pure chaos, why? Because life has no meaning. Um, so The Stranger is about a man who shoots a guy on the beach, shoots him dead. And in court, you know, they're like, why did you do this? Why did you do this? And he says, because I could. And there's just, oh man, it just, it's a whole can of worms. It's a whole can of craziness. But I couldn't help but think about existentialism when it came to this uh, novel. Mostly because if you look at the characters and this giant, amazing, just collection of humans and community, and then you've got this tiny footnote of the reason why it's all there. Um, it, for me, in my mind, it just sort of seemed like the dome is there because it is because it is, because it just is. And I know that sounds a little strange, but I think if you go into it with that mind, like suspending your expectations, suspending your desire for the reason why and embracing chaos, so to speak, um, I think it makes the novel, the novel ending less of a well, that sucked sort of reaction. Um, because I think after a thousand pages, you as the reader are really sort of craving, okay, please explain to me why um, this matters. You know, please explain why this happened to these people. Much like a natural disaster, it just happened. It just is. You know, the extraterrestrial presence put the dome in place because they could. And I know that that might be a little bit difficult to wrap your head around, 
but I think if you do, you will hate the novel less. Because I think the majority of those who read this book and got to the end and got really confused and very angry because it's not a good payout. But it, I think you're just looking at one is looking at it from the wrong lens. We want a reason why, and there just isn't one. Um, in terms of of that's my overall interpretation of the book. Once I embrace the chaos of it just is, much like a natural disaster, you're able to to look at it differently. And I'm able to view the novel much more as the journey of the of the heroes and our villains, and an epic epic battle for survival, which is also at the heart of the story. So for those who Wikipedia who put the dome in place or what it's there, you're going to get some weird stuff. Don't let it put you off because I really feel that there, it's only two to three pages of a little bit bizarre strangeness, but I really ask that you would suspend that and look at this novel as a huge character study and a tale of survival. Um, I would rather the reader have that in mind and I wonder if those of you who have read the novel if that would make a difference to you. I'll also talk about why overall this is not a you know um, a, a novel that will resonate as deeply for me as some of King's other works but um, before I do that, I did want to mention, um, this is to those who have read the novel, remember my old pal Jim Rennie, that psycho, disgusting pig? Well, Mr. Rennie had a real good long run, and no spoilers, but his final presence in the novel, I felt, was pretty Stephen King in its farewell, and meaning there, it's, uh, it's pretty... It's, it's dark. It's dark. Um, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And the reason why is because with somebody as public and uh, such a showboat and a rotten piece of garbage as Jim Rennie, I felt it really should have been a little, a little darker um, in terms of he needed a very public dethroning. And it was tried throughout the novel. People did try. They just were not successful. But for me, I really wish it was a little more public. I think that would have been a bit more satisfying for me. Um, I, I was somewhat satisfied by his final act, but man, I wish it was worse. I just, he really brought out the hate in me, guys. He really brought out my own inner, you know, quest for vengeance there. Um, the other character, uh, this is a, a female who was not in the novel very long, but I really wish she was. Sammy Bushy. She was a character who, bless her heart, she's um, a young mom, and she's got a little bit of a drug dependency problem, but early in the novel, she's a victim of sexual violence, and it's it's not, not fun to read. It's not very graphic, thank heavens. It's not super intense, but um, she's it's it's not good for a Sammy and Sammy's road I feel um doesn't last as long as it should um boy does she go out with uh, lots of luster but 
I wanted more for Sammy and I really w- w- wanted more for the she she I think is one of those lost cause uh, characters much like sloppy Sam Verdreau and I feel sloppy Sam had had a um, had a resurgence and I really wish that that could have happened for Sammy I think that um, S- Steve uh, created a beautiful tragic character with Sammy and although I did appreciate um, how she exited the story so much more I really felt um, could have been given to that lady um, especially after uh, what she went through so I'm all about killing your darlings in fiction but I also am about letting them live uh, and recover um, for longer than, you know, the average bear. I think I would have, um, annexed a lot more, uh, other characters, whereas Sammy, Sammy was special. So, uh, as we're getting close to, um, the end here, I did want to mention, uh, Julia Shumway, the character. She is, uh, the town journalist. She's very much like a Lois Lane kind of always, sort of sprightly and uh, Nancy Drew just always on the case and really um, a little bit like her emotions are always strictly buttoned up in the back. Um, But on page 912 through 920, there is a beautiful memory and a scene that Julia reveals to the reader and to the novel. And, you know, right around page, you know, 900, we're getting this amazing writing. And for those of you who are fans of Steve's previous stuff, um, he writes childhood so well. And he writes about the past and trauma and memory with... Oh man, he spins it into pure gold, and there's some gold. There's some gold on those pages. So for anybody who would maybe like a, a little bit of a dangling carrot to get back in, um, nine twelve through nine twenty is a really beautiful scene, and I really would like to encourage everybody who's got a copy with them, take a look and um, maybe be romanced again towards some of the characters in this story. Um, We're getting a little bit close to where I would like to end um, my thoughts on this novel. Uh, I feel overall I really enjoyed this book in terms of the character study. I loved the setting of the dome so much. It was creepy and there was some just oh wow it's it's made makes you paranoid it makes you just breathe a little deeper and gasp for air at certain moments of the novel um however i believe it's not resonating as deep for me as like when i finished for example when i finished it for the first time several years ago that was another thousand pager and i felt like i wasn't the same person after i finished that book um i feel that I don't feel as deeply connected to this one in terms of the power of the story because it's um, with the other novels such as The Stand and It, we have a large chunk of time that's explored. Um, in It, it's 27 years. The characters have gone from being 10 and 11 years old to being almost in their 40s. And there's something about the passing of time and the journey that these people go through that I feel really creates a deeper resonance. Whereas with The Dome, these people, we get seven days with them. Uh, it's not a lot of time. 
And though we do see tremendous transformation and lives and marriages and relationships beginning and ending and, you know, it is, it's, it's violent and it's very freaky and there's a lot of doom and paranoia. I just feel it's unable to resonate as deeply because we don't have as much passing time um, to where when it does end the novel, you know, we just let these characters go and wish them the best whereas there's not a lot of follow-up and I don't feel we're we're on as deep of a journey as we are in some of the novels where um uh there's a great giant passing of time so for me I enjoyed the book immensely it's it's not one of the deeper ones that Steve King fans adore and love and will defend and I think I'm gonna have a copy of it in my coffin that's how much I love it so much but um this book was very cool and I really appreciated all the characters all the themes of uh and representation of religion, of politics, of power and control and environment and um, dissolution and police state and just all kinds of creepy stuff. This novel is not very scary in terms of paranormal creepiness. It is violent. Um, So for those going in, it's a little bloody. There's a high body count and it does end in a literal blaze (laughs) so um definitely keep that in mind going forward but i would love to know your thoughts guys i would love to know your thoughts on this novel i would love if those of you considering it but you just heard the ending was a crap sandwich would reconsider and dive in and um and let it let it unfold for you and let me know which characters you like which ones you feel could have been added to um tell me what you think about the sammy bushy storyline etc etc um but overall i i really enjoyed this book and i feel that of it's worth the trek it is worth it um especially um just getting to that climactic finish so please message me and and let's talk more about what your thoughts are and uh, hopefully the next book on our docket is Lisey's story Um, but until then thank you guys so much I appreciate all of you take care and stay safe